Welcome to another episode of Let's Connect. It's Keith McPherson here, and I'm so glad you've decided to join me for this next episode. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Jenny Marin of Marin Media. Jenny is somebody who is truly following her dreams and passions from when she was actually a child. She's coming back to creativity and still working in the corporate world, but finding new innovative ways to bring us all back to that place of passion and excitement. It's very common when I'm coaching people that they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, I need some help because I feel like I'm just coasting through my life. I feel like I'm going through the motions of the daily grind, but I'm lacking passion. I'm lacking excitement. I need a change. Something that I've been so intrigued by is when I sit and hold space with my clients and they have a breakthrough moment, many times on this topic, it takes them all the way back to when they were a child and those moments where they were most lit up and excited about life, where time literally stood still. Perhaps even right now you just think back to when you were a kid and ask yourself the question, what really got me excited? What did I love to do when I was a kid? For me, it was... um. It was the moment where I was standing on my parents' kitchen table with a guitar in hand, this oversized guitar that my mom used to have lying around the house. And I used to set up my teddy bears. And <laughs> I mean, I was about five years old at the time. And yes, I did have teddy bears. And I'd stand up there on the, on the kitchen table and pretend that I was playing a concert like my, my childhood hero, Fred Penner, who was this kid singer. And what I found is when you go back to those moments of what lit you up the most when you were a child, they actually have secrets to share now in your adult life, especially to those of us who are feeling uninspired, unmotivated, just going through the motions and coasting. Um, but a lot of times our life purpose is already written early on in our childhood life. I even believe before we were here on the planet, we, we went, oh, I got to get to the planet to do this. And this is what's going to get me excited. And so often, whether it's from conditioning or you know, somebody just kind of slamming us down and bullying us as children. A lot of times we neglect our truth. We neglect those places where um, we were really lit up and, and why we actually came here in the first place. Today's podcast, I'm really excited to share uh, a conversation I had with Jenny Marin, who has a company called Marin Media. They produce film and video in the corporate world primarily, but they've also produced some incredible music videos. I know that they've produced a video from my bandmate, Renee Lamaru. Actually, I think she's produced a couple of those now. Um, they also filmed a, a talk of mine recently at the Burton Cummings Theater, and they're just an awesome company uh, doing great work. And one of the things I love about Jenny is her ability to find creativity even in the stale places of uh, corporate world. Now, not to say that all her corporate clients are necessarily completely stale, but let's face it, a lot of times when we're in boardrooms and um, the key there is board rooms <laughs> where people are just all up in their overthinking minds, analyzing and overthinking things. We sometimes neglect the part of us that's totally creative. What I love about Jenny is she really finds a way to bring creativity back into even the corporate world. It's amazing. Um, beyond that, just how she got into filmmaking, uh, what she's doing now and how she's just being a creator on the planet and really, really honoring her truth in an edgy and awesome way. So uh, I'm going to go right into this today. I'm so excited for you to hear this conversation I had with Jenny. So without further ado, here's Jenny Marin. All right, everyone. I am really looking forward to this next conversation with a dear friend of mine uh, that I've known for quite a while now. 
I met her in a very, very awesome way. We'll talk about that. Um, but joining me on the podcast today is uh, Jenny Marin, who to me wears so many incredible hats that I'm just so curious to see where our conversation will go today because I know her as a, a videographer in the world of producing creative art, but I also know that she combines that, or she has up to now, at least into the corporate world. Uh, she's a writer. She's an, also a musician. I just found out she's a singer. She has so much to offer the world. Um, I see her as a really up-and-coming thought leader and somebody that I would love to introduce you to. So Jenny, welcome to the podcast today. Hi, thank you, Keith. Thanks for being here. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. Thank you. Have you ever done a podcast before? No, this is my first time doing a podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. This is your first one? Yeah. yeah wow. Well, yeah. welcome to the... I think the I've recorded them before, but I've never actually been on one, so... <laughs> yeah, you you do a, you have up to now done a lot of behind-the-scenes work I producing. Have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, just to start us off, tell me a little bit about how you even got into producing audio, video, when did this all start for you? Um, well, it started when I was really young, um, I guess in high school. Well, when I was 12, my mom gave me a video camera. And so it started kind of back then. And I don't want to reveal your age, but was this like, what what era was this? Was this the 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s? This it was, was in the 60s. Well, I don't know. I'm not very good at math. So uh, Around like the 80s? The, mm, when was it? When was I in grade? <laughs> I don't know. How old, what grade are you in when you're 12? I don't even seven? know. Seven? Grade seven, seven. Grade seven? Pivotal year. Yes. So that would have been, I graduated 2003. So that would have been like late 90s. Okay. I guess. Late 90s. Yeah. Got yeah, it. Yeah. So she gives you a video camera in the late 90s. In the late 90s. Yeah. So um, yeah, from there, me and my friends just played around with video camera. And I used to be in front of the camera, I used to be behind the camera. And through high school, um, it was kind of a passion of mine. And my friends we used to make little short films and stuff. And so it was a lot of fun. Do you remember and any of the films you used to make? Um, <laughs> <laughs> some of the, well, we used to do music videos, actually. So some of the music videos we remade were um, uh, Skater Boy by um, Avril Lavigne. Really? Yeah. And Christina Aguilera, we did Fighter. Um, we did. So uh, who got to play the role of Christina Aguilera? Was this you? Um, I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was, yeah, it was me. This is so, so funny. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. So okay. yeah, it was funny. And, um, we also did, I don't know if you remember that Pepsi commercial that Britney Spears did. I do. So yeah. we remade that. That was really fun. We got a bunch of friends and, and my friend, my other friend that was working with me, um, Dion, he, he used to, uh, love choreographing, um, dances and stuff. So wow. we kind of get got together and I was like Britney Spears and we had these dancers and he choreographed and shot it and then we both kind of edited it and put it to the music. And This is amazing. <laughs> I, I just have to share. So I can't believe I'm sharing this publicly right now. I love that you're sharing this publicly and it actually <laughs> makes me feel very liberated in this moment because <laughs> yeah. I have to share with you that when I was in around grade seven, my mom gave me a video camera. No way. And I didn't have any friends that were, I guess I called on to help me, but I did shoot one replica of a music video uh -huh. this is gonna say our ages it was ice ice baby by vanilla oh, ice that's amazing. <laughs> and i can't live it down in my family because um whenever it's like a family get together they pull out the old vhs tape oh and they, no way and it's me dancing around in my my bedroom <laughs> singing ice ice baby it's, that's amazing but i just it's just a nice confirmation that i was on the right track for a bit there. yeah yeah no kidding that's so that's awesome all my vhs's are hiding nobody's got those so. right <laughs> yeah yours are hidden in a Vault There's somewhere, somewhere hiding, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Wow. So so you started out really creatively as a as a kid in grade seven making videos. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. I love it. And so how did this evolve? Because this is what you've been doing up to now as a career. How did that all happen? Yeah, well, um, I guess, you know, through high school, I mean, I always wanted to be creative. And um, I guess video just started opening doors for me. So um, right out of high school, I got into doing like short films and that kind of stuff. And then I was like, you know, I maybe should go to school for it so I can make a living. You make a little bit of money doing it. Wow. So I went to um, Academy of Broadcasting. I did some broadcasting stuff. I went to Red River College. I, you know, did a lot of freelance stuff on the side for, you know, independent film and independent um, musicians and um, that kind of, it just grew and then it turned into corporate video. So that's where I was able to find, um, you know, my, my living and, and do some creative work. So it kind of just melded together and, and it turned into what it is now. So that's incredible. <laughs> what, what really intrigues me about how you landed in the place that you are is just how this all began when you were very young, like mm -hmm. as a child. And did you, ha like, was it, was there any kind of, they talk about burning desire where you just kind of know what you're meant to do in the world. W was that there? Yeah. Well, it's kind of a funny story because it, it, it was there. Like, I don't think I completely fulfilled exactly where I wanted to go, but I feel like um, I was able to take a piece of what I love doing and a piece of where I could make a living and kind of meld it together. Wow. And, and so, yeah, like three years ago, started my own company and uh, continued doing, um, you know, work for the corporate world and um, being creative and, and it's morphing and changing <laughs> as yeah. we speak. Yeah, well, so. as you're saying, <laughs> I, I, I get the sense just in our conversations and whatnot too, just how... Um, how challenging it can be to really like integrate the creativity into a corporate environment. Have you found that? It's yeah, it's, it's challenge every day because what's the challenge? The challenge is, um, I guess the main thing is, is as a creative person, you have a vision and you want to bring that vision to life. Right. And so whatever your tools are, if it's, um, a camera, a paintbrush, uh, you know, like whatever it is, you want to bring it to life and, and, and when you have your own vision, it's easy to sit with that and create. Right. But when you're working for the corporate world, you're taking um, somebody else's vision and you have to take the time to understand it and sit in it. And then and then you can create with their vision in mind. Right. So it's 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 not just understanding what your creative abilities are, but it's understanding what somebody else's vision is and combining the two. So it's. It, it's very challenging if you don't have patience for understanding your client. <laughs> so. I, I get it for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm, I suspect that there must be times when you're working with a client and they don't even realize that they're being creative. They're just trying to get their bottom line met in the corporate world. Exactly. Like they want to get known. They want people to see them. They want to pitch their product and they want, they want, um, people to buy stuff. Right. You know, it almost sounds like there's an agenda of we've just got to get to the end result yeah, yeah. versus the creative process of the tapping into the feeling of it and the vision of how this could unfold. Like totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when you're fighting that sometimes it's, um, sorry, I say fighting, it's not really, it's well, not really it fighting, sounds but, like fighting, but it, to me. it somewhat <laughs> it is because it's, it's, it's like sometimes creativity, you have to give it space, right? You have to, you have to give it space to, to develop and you have to, you know, feel it because people are, people want to connect with other people and that's how you can sell a product is connecting with your, uh, your clients or your audience or whatever. But if you don't take the time to connect or understand them before you create something, then that connection may not happen in the final product. 
Does well, that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. As you're talking about that, I mean, the world that I'm in, the mindfulness world about creating space or at least being present in the moment and slowing, yeah. slowing down so you can be present. Like um, that is where the creativity I think does flow from. Mm -hmm. And yet we're in this world that's so sped up and people are trying to get more done and the in, in invention of technology to the speed that it's increased our world. I think people are really more stressed out, more anxious and this kind of feeling like they've got to get somewhere quicker and create quicker or else someone else is going to steal their idea. Do you, do you see any of this going on? Oh yeah. 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 You got to like, people want to pump stuff out quick, 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 quick. And yeah, you do need to do that to an extent, but sometimes like, like quality is, is, you know, and quantity and taking the time or not uh, quality instead of quantity, right, right. is more important because, um, you just look at all the, all the, the emails that you get, like all those, that junk email that comes through. Right. Um, that right. used to be cool, right? You'd get an email and you'd be like, oh my God, that's so awesome. Yeah. Right. Oh, like, you know, I get like, I get all these like cool little newsletters from all these little groups that I, you know, want to be a part of. And, and now, um, and now it's, it's expected. Yeah. It's right? just, this is, you're going to get like 25 of these every hour because everyone has a newsletter and they're all pumping out information exactly. and content. Exactly. And that's just one example. And so, right. and so, um, really taking the time to connect to your, your, your audience or your, your clients is going to allow you to, um, you know, put that newsletter out there or put that, that, um, video out there that stands out from the crowd because there's actual because, connection. Because it's, people are going to, they're going to, they're going to look for it, you know, because they know that there's a piece in there for them. It's not, it's not just buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. It's, it's, you know, this is, this is what our company has to share. This is what I have to share. This is what you have to share. And this is, you know, what's going to work for right. um, each, each other, you know? So if I'm hearing you correctly, it's like, yeah, no, you're doing, I, I stay with <laughs> I this know. because I think you're naming something really, really yeah. important here that's happening in our world is that um, because of the speed up and the feeling like we need to do more, make more, get more, make more money, especially, I'm hearing yeah. a real disconnect between money and creativity. Um, because people think that somehow they need to make money so that we just need to pump this all out. And from what I'm hearing you say, there's something missing in the meaning when it's only driven by the bottom line of let's make money. Yeah, it is. Uh -huh. There totally is. Yeah. I, uh, so how do you find, like, what's the secret? Because I've seen your work and it moves me when I watch it and I experience you behind the camera at this point. I, I'm just what is the secret to bringing meaning into the content that we're producing? And secret I could is, use this for my yeah. podcast too, actually. For sure. <laughs> On a yeah. side note. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> What's going to make this meaningful? What's going to make this meaningful? Well, um, for me, being behind the camera um, and putting somebody in front of the camera, I, um, first of all, putting somebody in front of the camera, everybody's always uh, a little bit thrown off they're they're not on their they're not on their game because they are thinking that they have to perform right right and and that's what happens when it when you're putting stuff on social media when you're building a sales you know package when you're you know you're set in front of the camera you're set in front of this you know and you feel like you have to put this facade on right, right? but you don't you don't so so part of my job as a videographer is to make you comfortable in front of the ca in front of the camera in front of whatever the medium is that you're um, uh, you're using to share, uh, your message. Yes. Um, and being comfortable is, is understanding yourself, 
and understanding what your message really is and understanding what you have to share because uh, and that comes to that that's you know with with yourself and it's also with your company hmm. your company is a persona right right and if you yourself don't understand how your company is going to connect with other people um you can't speak on it you can't there's been many times where i've put somebody in front of the camera and, and they have the script laid out in front of them and they're reading off the script and and it doesn't mean anything to anybody because they know you can sense when somebody's reading a script. Right. It almost feels surface level versus the the connection to the meaning that exactly. we're talking about. So, so when that happens, I say, don't look at the script. Get out of your head. Stop trying to remember lines. Think about how you feel. Think about how, how like, what did you get into this business for? It's like take it Why into your you, heart. Take it into your heart. Why... You know, like um, an example is, you know, um, somebody that's in the financial business, right? It's easy to say, oh, I can I can fix your bank account. I can fix your credit. I can fix all this stuff. Um, but but why? Why is that? Why, important? why is that important to anybody? Yeah. It's important because um, having debt causes stress and People want to be able to provide for their family. People want to be able to have things that they love, and and that is what's going to connect to somebody. It's not. It's not. You know, I have this service that's going to get your stuff, get your credit in order, and get your, um, you know, your money flowing. Because that's not true. It's it's. I'm going to give you comfort so that you can provide for your family. Oh, I love right? what you're tapping and that's, into here. And that's yes. so that's that's on the base level, right? Mm. It's 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 like it's the real stuff. And and if if you can find that in your business, then mm. no matter what you produce, if you produce a video, if you produce, you know, emails, if you do social media, whatever, if you can tap into that what people really gain from your business, yeah. That is where that's where you're going to connect with people and that's when you're going to get the engagement from your audience. Oh, I, I absolutely love what you're saying. It's like putting people before your purpose, so to speak. It's like yeah. um, dropping into the deeper meaning as to the why we're doing something as opposed to we're just going to do it and just check it off our list. Yeah. It's what I'm, I'm hearing you say here. Totally. Yeah. And and it's funny. And, and the reason why, I mean, this is coming up is, is in the work that you do, Mm-hmm with people um like as a life coach as or? a life coach as yeah. a life coach yes that's what you get people to do as well is right? tap into the is tap into that meaning. the deeper meaning of why are you here why are you doing what you're doing what you know where where are you going to connect with someone to to make your life better mm. and and it's the same thing when you're producing some um, a marketing tool when you're producing video when you're producing um you know, whatever you're producing. You know, I'm even thinking about people yeah, listening the same that, thing. that don't have that. Like just when you're in a business meeting or when you're at work, it's like putting people before your agenda yeah. like to actually yeah. have the connection, like the contact with that person and, and get yeah, to the yeah. deeper meaningful connection place. Yeah. Well, you have to have your purpose in mind, I think, because um, you, like you need to understand your purpose before you can connect with people, but understanding your purpose and then connecting with people is you know because on a personal level right um i mean that's you know that's what you do you you first first you dig into that person what do you what do you what who do you, are you what's your who burning you? desire yeah who, what are you here to like, do what are you here to do yeah what is your burning desire who, what are you here to do and then and that's what i do with my clients what is your business here to do what what is this purpose yes and then you're like okay so so how 
how does this help people? And how do we communicate that to people? How do we communicate too, that to people? Yeah. Wow, so that's it's incredible work. It, it's very, yeah, it's, it's parallel. And that's, you know, I guess, yeah, you know, the corporate world versus the creative world. That's, yeah. How now, it comes together. I'm sensing yeah. that there's a, a real gap between the two that you've been trying to, to merge mm-hmm. in bringing more meaning into the corporate world through the medium of creating videos for them and content for them and mm-hmm. trying to get people out of their busy mind into the heart center. Because uh, if you are, lo- even if we're talking on bottom line, that's actually what would sell. And it's not even for necessarily the purpose of selling, even if it was, it's like when you tap into the heart center, the meaningful center, Mm -hmm. you get connection and you serve a greater purpose than just getting your own agenda met in your busy head. Yeah, definitely. This to me, Jenny, sounds like uh, a living, breathing mindfulness practice as we're talking. Definitely. Yeah. And, And it can transfer from you to your company to your employees. Right. You know, like same thing with your employees. What are your, what are your employees good at? Right. What 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 is their burning desire and how can they, you know, fit into your company? Not not we're going to hire you and you need to do this. It you know, because that that's what tires people out. And that's a whole other topic. But let's talk about that. I could go on to a tangent. I think we should go here because this this filters through so much. And, and, you know, being like an observer of this through multiple different organizations, you know, you just you just you start to notice that. So say specifically what you see here, you see. At a lot of times, employers just tasking workers without actually w- caring about what the worker's good at or what lights them up. Well, I think initially, initially they're hired because, you know, they have all these strengths and, you know, they have these credentials and whatever. Right. But then when they sit in the, the, um, uh, the organization, um, you know, they're tasked with a bunch of things and they're thrown all this stuff without the communication of, of you know, is this is this um, something that's fulfilling? Is this something that's, that you are um, strong at? Yeah, and that right? excites you. That, that excites you. That, you know, right. and, and, you know, sometimes, um, and maybe I'm going on a weird little tangent This here, is a great tangent. <laughs> I think it's very resonant that you're talking about Yeah, like, um, how do I explain this? So, um, there are... So with the way that the creative world is growing on social media and online, um, video and photo are is, is becoming more and more um, prominent, right? In these in these organizations. Well, it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and so so within these companies, there are there are creative people, right? And um, being a creator is f- fun, and I'm doing little bunny bunny like the yes. little quotations <laughs> it's it's fun right and it's something that can provide somebody with enjoyment in what they do for work right and so um i don't know maybe we should cut this part out of here <laughs> no i don't think we should i, think, I don't know you know what i'm I really don't know where I'm, i don't know where i'm going right now i i think i know exactly yeah. where you're like, going wh- with this and i love that creativity is taking you over right it now. is it's taking you <laughs> over right now it's like it's like what what i want to do going into these companies it's like people are they're they're doing this stuff tediously right like um like every single day and they go there and they plug it and they go there and they plug it and they go there and they plug it and then they're burnt out right, right? and they find that but but the way that the world's functioning right now is so creative. Yes. And um, I feel like some of the the 
the companies that are that are um, that are you know that will fall behind are the ones that aren't embracing this creativity. True, totally. because they're going to burn their people out. Completely. Right. And, and people, I think, you know, and some people, people say, are burnt out. Yeah. And some people say, some people say, you know, oh, I'm a, I'm a, you know, a creative brain or I'm an information brain. And that's true to an extent, but I think everybody is a creator. Thank right? you for that. And yes. when, and when you want your company to innovate and grow and be successful, you need to empower your people and empowering your people means giving them the freedom to be creative Absolutely. and being creative is going to open opportunities to innovate, which is I, the bottom line forward. is going to grow. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm glad we went down this rabbit hole <laughs> so and I love that you trusted yourself and I pushed you <laughs> because this is exactly something that needs to be shared with the world is yes, we need to expand and we need to make room to light people up and give them the chance to be creative in what lights them up. Yeah. And as a result, that's going to expand everything. And we have yeah. to stop operating in such a fear-based mentality, especially in the corporate world where it's like, no, you're only going to do this task and I'm going to control it. And because as soon as we grip on, um, from what I'm, I've experienced in this too, in my work as a coach, it's like when we grip on and we try to control everything, it actually decreases the productivity and the place of like a creative expansion and totally. abundance. It's totally. like a scarcity yeah, instead of abundance. Totally. Yeah, yeah. And that's within the individual and whatever is around, you know, like the, the organization or whatever is around that, yes. you know, it affects everything, Yeah. you know, and if somebody's, somebody's tensed up and holding on, yeah. you know, you feel that, you know that. Absolutely. Right. And, and it, you know, it, it transfers through people. So here's a public service announcement to all the CEOs that are tuning in today <laughs> or anybody in a position of power, so to speak in the corporate ladder or in your position is, is empower your people and bring meaning create space, create opportunity for them to grow and create. That's what I'm hearing you say. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. For sure. What an yeah. inspiring message. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I want to shift gears a little here. Okay. Okay. I, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the part of you that I, we were talking off this podcast a little bit about the part of you that has spent so much time behind the camera and this part of you that wants to be in front of the camera. And just, <laughs> I want to hear more about this journey that you're currently in right now. Okay. Because it's, I think a lot of people have this going on where they, they want to shift roles and they're getting an intuition that I need to do something other than just what I'm doing. It needs to expand. Yeah, yeah. So totally. tell us what's going on for you right now. Um, where do I start? Well, um, well, like he said, I being behind the camera, you are an observer. You, um, you're in that zone, and and you're there to um, make everybody else look amazing and and that's that's wonderful and it, you do it, feels it really great. well it feels great you know I love yeah. that um but a part of being a videographer a photographer or a creative person especially in the the corporate world um you're you don't exist or that's what that's what it feels like sometimes because you um you put all your creative energy into this thing and then you're making everybody else look amazing yes which Again, feels great, but it also uh, kind of diminishes a part of the creator. Um, so I've, I've. How so? Let's just stay on that for a minute. So. Yeah. Why does it diminish part of the creator? Because uh, a creator creates things so it can be seen, so it yeah. can be shared. 
Right. Um, and when you create something, you know, from your heart, uh, you know, on your own, you can share that with people. But when you're creating something for somebody else, yeah, you know, they take it and they and they they share it with the world, and and it's their product. So at times it can at feel like you're just. Feel, uh, like a pawn in the bigger game and it's, you're not really yeah, getting it, your vision executed. Or yeah. And it can explored. feel like that sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about this right now because I had an experience and I don't I want to hear about it. You want me, okay. Please so share it. I think I'll this share is, it. Yeah, people I will. need to hear this. I will. Um, so you don't have to name names. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to name names. Just name them. <laughs> well, name what happened. <laughs> yes. So I was at a rehearsal for a big event coming yeah. up. Okay. And, um, there was a group of us videographers and photographers and the lead guy that was running us through, you know, what was going to happen throughout the event um, goes, you cannot be, or you should not be seen. You should not be heard. You do not exist. Wow. All I want is a great video and great photo. So you receive this. So you receive it. And, and what was that like for you? Um, it was almost a confirmation that, that, um, I would like to be seen. I would like to be seen as um, a creator. I and and it, you know I I feel great you know about putting people on camera and giving them their moment because that's what it's all about is making people feel amazing and giving them their moment on camera. Yeah. Um, but part of me is like, what about my moment? <laughs> Absolutely. And maybe that's a little bit. You know, it may sound a little bit. Um, selfish but i don't think it's coming from there i think it's everybody coming. needs everybody yes. needs a moment right as you're saying this what pops in right away from me and I, I think it's oh it's just like it totally resonates we all need to be seen yeah we, we do. all need to be seen and acknowledged and appreciated and lit up yeah and this experience that just happened to you yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it was this yesterday. is so fresh. It was very, very fresh. Thank yeah. you for vulnerably <laughs> sharing this because I think there are so many people right now that are in the world and even listening to this where they have a very similar experience, maybe not so harshly spoken, mm -hmm. but they feel that from their employer. They feel that from somebody in their life where maybe it's even your partner's not making you feel seen or appreciated. Mm -hmm. And so your vulnerability to voice that. Yeah. I think is a collective voice that we all need to be seen and appreciated because who are we not to be? And if we're getting dimmed and we're not fulfilling it fully, like, wow, like how sad is that? <laughs> yeah. 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 And Hey, it, I mean, he wasn't just speaking to me. He was speaking to a group of us. Of course. So it was affecting all of us. Yeah. And you know, he may have been under his own pressure, uh, as well from somebody else somebody that said, else that you says, just make this happen and that whole yeah, dictatorship kind exactly, of feeling. Exactly, exactly. So, huh. so anyways, that being said, um, uh, yesterday that was my moment. That was my moment where I'm like, okay, it's, it's my time to share, um, you know, what, share what I do, share, you know, my, my creative abilities. So I'm actually, um, <laughs> Recently revisiting some of my uh, past, I guess you could say, child, childhood dreams. Mm. Um, and I don't know where it's going to go. I don't really have uh, a goal in mind, but I'm creating. I'm being an, an explorer. And um, so some of the things that, you know, I, number one, sharing this story. I want to, I'm, I'm working on writing a book coming up. Wow. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, and 
I, um, you know, Keith mentioned, you know, he just found out I'm a singer. So I'm, I did. I'm <laughs> dabbling a little bit in the music world. And uh, I'm right now, I'm doing voice lessons with a girl out of Nashville. And I'm working with a producer. And... Um, yeah, so I'm just I'm testing the water and I'm playing with some stuff that I haven't played with for a little while. So. And I'm so appreciating your guts, to, <laughs> your guts to just jump in and be like, okay, I need to be seen. And it's not from I I know you well enough to know this is not from ego that I need to be seen. This is a huge saboteur. I talk about saboteur in the book. This part of us that comes up and squashes us in our head, the inner critic that says you can't because who do you think you are? That's like totally being selfish or egotistical. But there is a part of you that since you were a kid getting in front of the camera being Christina Aguilera <laughs> that needs to shine. Well, I don't want to be Christina Aguilera, but, but, but yeah, your version of, that, of it. That, yeah. You know, honestly, as as even through high huh. school, you know, I, I always felt like I wanted to be the life of the party. I wanted to come in and I wanted people to be excited. I wanted to, you know, everybody to have a good time and I wanted to to, you know, just be the energy right yes. and and hiding behind the camera you don't always you don't get that you yeah. don't get that and i've allowed other people to do that and it feels amazing and i love and i and i love doing that um but i want to be the one to to get people excited yeah you know i wanted i want people to to have a good time i want people to want people to get up and dance and enjoy life that's really what i want to do and so I'm experienced or I'm experimenting in mediums that can allow me to do that. And again, I don't know where that's going to go, but yeah. Um, well, what I love about this. It's an experiment, this, right? <laughs> a lot of people come on the podcast and they're promoting like a product that they've already created or they're promoting something that they're working on. And, and, and in this case, what I'm really loving, and it's just such a blessing that you're on this podcast right now, is we are witnessing a real gift here because you are right in the middle of where so many people are, where it's like you you just had a moment of epiphany where you're like, I need more than just what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like smack over the head. And you're in this place of the, the space you were talking about, the creative space. And how cool is this to say that you're in the middle of writing a book and starting a band and... working with this vocal coach and like really growing yourself. And I'm just so excited because the next time you come on the podcast, I suspect that there will be, there's going to be growth here. We're we're going to see a a book that's like out or something that gets created. It's like you're almost in the analogy that's coming up. It almost feels like uh, pregnancy. (laughs) 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 I hope it's not a pregnancy. (laughs) But but, what I'm saying is it's like creative pregnancy. It's like the the early stages of birthing into the world something new. And it's just uh, the analogy is coming in my head. I I don't know if that resonates in you. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, totally. And you know what? It feels really, it's it's scary to talk about this stuff right now because I'm a person person that, that likes to be in control of everything. Right. And um, talking about something that's so fresh and not even happening yet. It's just an idea and, and it's just like barely even beginning. Right. And for me to be sharing it is like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm loving is your vulnerability to share. Yeah. It's just like it cracks open for everybody else that are, that are hearing this uh, to say anything is possible and you got the guts and the more vulnerable, I, I think the more vulnerable we are, the more open we are, the more things expand. And I love that you're letting go and you're not holding on so tight. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this, even though it's, it's f- so scary. Yeah. <laughs> I want to swear there, but I know that <laughs> iTunes will cut off our podcast here. Oh. So um, that's amazing. 
Yeah. It's wow. cool. It's cool. It's very nerve wracking. But honestly, to be honest, life isn't comfortable. <laughs> and if you're comfortable, something's wrong. So I, I don't want to fall into that, that zone of being comfortable. So this is where I'm, you know, I'm, I'm moving and shifting. So things change, things go, you know, somewhere new. <laughs> this is where the growth is. This is where the growth is for sure. Yeah. Confronting yeah. the edges as some people would say, yeah. as opposed to staying in the state of just complacency, just. Yeah. Cause it's easy just to fall back and, you know, continue doing what I'm doing and, you know, take the, you know, you, you don't exist, you know, and continue to do that cause it's making me a living. Yeah. But, um, I feel like I have more to offer. So, so that's why I'm reaching out and, and it's not comfortable, but I know that if, if, um, things, you know, aren't completely comfortable all the time, it's okay. It means, it means things are growing. So things are growing and moving. So, and they are for you. Yeah, they are. And it's awakening and other people (laughs) listening to this going, yeah, I I just want to encourage people to like, check in with yourself, get real, like what, like you're doing and just ask the question, am I fulfilled? And what's missing in my life? And do I have the guts to confront this and take the step? Because I, I suspect if you don't, it's going to hit you over the head at some point and become even clearer. So why not listen now and just well, take exactly. the risk? And you know what happens too? And this is, this is something that I've learned working with you when you challenge me as a life coach. <laughs> um, even if you take a challenge and you do it, you, 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 it either works doesn't always work and if it doesn't work then you learn a lesson and that's it still had a purpose in your life so even if I go and I step into this and it doesn't turn out then I know that that's not where I need to be I need to try something else right and, and where that's do you okay get, too. can I ask one more thing about this is where do you get the wisdom as to where to focus your attention um like how do you where do I get the wisdom yeah like where do you tap into <laughs> to get like the awareness of where you're being called like, I guess it's um, obvious if it's, it's not working to, out. But. Yeah, well, it's hard, it's hard to explain. Normally, you can just feel. You can feel, oh, this doesn't feel right. It's a feeling. If it's, if, it's, if it's draining, like if you feel like you're, you're out of energy after you just do something, you're not in the right place. Mm. If you feel energized and you feel like, you know, you're ready to take on another thing or continue going into whatever you're doing, that's right. That feels right. That's yeah. where you need to be. And, and that's what you need more of. And that's... That's really what I've, I've, you know, I've learned through trial and error. <laughs> I am so energized just with the way that you're speaking about that. And I just want to really uh, appreciate in you as we're getting t- to the end of the podcast, just how you're showing up here so alive by being honest. And I just, I can't thank you enough <laughs> for inspiring me and everyone listening just in, in your journey here. Well, thank you. Thank you. That, uh, well, it's been a long time coming. I mean, um, I mean, we've been, you've known me for what, how long now? Quite a while. I don't don't have time records on it. Maybe it was two (laughs) or three years ago. At least. It was before I started my business. So, yeah. So, I mean, through, through the work that we've, we've done together, I think, um, I've learned a lot and I know that, um, when we first started working together, I was not in this position. I definitely was, I was guarded. I was not a vulnerable person. I was, um, Hmm. I was scared to take a risk. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want to be a starving artist. Yeah. You know, and, and 
those things, that's all, you know, something that Keith talks about is, is, uh, saboteur and that's all that that is. And, and so I've learned to, um, you know, through practicing mindfulness and understanding myself, I've learned to, um, to pinpoint those, to be like, this is, this is something that's going to get me in trouble and that's my saboteur. Mm. So don't go there. Learn to, learn to, to, to go somewhere else that energizes me, you know, and, and sometimes you have to be careful because sometimes you go, okay, that's wrong. And then you go, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And, and that gets you in trouble too. Right. But you have to, you have to consider what your saboteur is saying, but don't let it take you over. Right. Right. And same thing with, you know, your, your optimist, um, or your higher self is what you the higher call self it. in the, the book self. I call it. Yes. Yeah, is what you call it. So that that higher self is is guiding you where you need to go. And I call it the optimist because the optimist is is Love the one that. that's like, you can do it. Go. You can do it. You can do it. Right. Right. And and yes, you can. You know. And the saboteur, or I call it the pessimist. Yes. Right? The pessimist is, you know, something that that you know you need to consider because it's a warning. It's like. There's something that... Something's off. Something's off. Yeah. Just think about it, right? You don't want to follow that, but you want to be like, okay, something's off. I need to reconsider what I'm doing. Yeah, it's actually doing you a favor. (laughs) Yeah, and listen to what this this optimist is doing. So what an interesting process. I've I've learned to be able to, to, you know, know what's what's like, what's great and what's not so great. And and, And listen. And listen to it and then find my path between the two you know, and that's kind of, huh. you know, I over the last couple it. of years is what <laughs> I just love is the it. biggest lesson I've taken, I've taken from, you know, yeah. you know, practicing mindfulness with Keith. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm so glad. And you, I just want to say, I just appreciate how vulnerably open you are to the process of growth. It's uh, you're a real warrior and brave and courageous and really lighting a path for all of us to follow our inner light and trust it so i i just want to thank you for coming on and well, inspiring you. us all <laughs> well hopefully will you come back you on can... when you when you have the creation definitely born? definitely well it's a it's yeah it's a work in progress and so yeah i mean we'll see where this journey takes me and i'm more than happy to share it that'd be great <laughs> thanks jenny thank you all right well that concludes another episode of let's connect I hope the words of Jenny Marin have inspired you just as much as they have me and that you go out there and you live your creativity to the fullest degree. Wow, that kind of (laughs) rhymed. I hope you have a great week, everyone. And I look forward to hearing your stories and feedback from the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode of Let's Connect.